There's always one at these trade shows, there's always one watch from one brand that steals the show. Of course, I've worked with IWC for many, many years, but I do believe that IWC might potentially steal the show this year. Hello and welcome, my dear listeners. This is Paul, and today I'm speaking with a familiar face. You may recognize from series like IWC How To, IWC Heritage, and he was one of the first guests on this podcast, and he has joined me again to provide an update on recent events, give us a sneak peek of an upcoming Watches and Wonders miniseries of this podcast, and he's going to be hosting it. Partners in Time, Goes, Watches and Wonders. I'm more than pleased to welcome Justin Hast, a true expert when it comes to watches and producing all kinds of media, video, photo, podcast, you name it. He does it. Welcome to this episode of IWC Partners in Time. Hey, Justin. Cool. You're back. It's it's a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. You're the first person who I'm speaking to twice. And very honored to have you. You're, you're a pioneer in our little IWC podcast bubble. Great to hear you, my friend. Can I be honest with you, Paul? I didn't think I would get the call up. I really didn't think after how many years ago was what we last spoke. I actually thought people had heard Two. that podcast and then stopped Stop speaking to me. I, th I thought things had gone cold. Emails hadn't re been responded to. <laughs> it's great to be back But here with you, me. though. <laughs> no, not from you, not from you. <laughs> I'm still following you, and I'm enjoying all of your content, because sometimes, you know, like... I have another podcast in German, so like it's always interesting to talk to people, and then you follow those people because you talk to them. But sometimes, you know, I, I can't follow every contact that I that I make, sort <laughs> of, or the algorithm kind of uh, flushes it out if I'm not interested. But you're on top of it. Like I know everything you did last no. week, which is because of your content. So um, <laughs> like I feel like we're very close friends because I know everything you did and over there. Are, are you what I'm seeing you? And uh, you you started the conversation like right now. The listeners can only hear and listen to us, mm. but uh, we have the visual of that mm. camera. And <laughs> I have a visual. You can talk about it in a second. But you also have a visual. What, what are you wearing there? What kind of a watch is on your wrist? I'm seeing Ooh. that and I'm a little bit, I envy that watch. It's It looks amazing, to be honest. This is my pride and joy. And, and by the way, just to say thanks for following. Uh, I do appreciate it. But I got to say your setup, your lifestyle, the, 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 what you get up to does inspire and actually there aren't many that i sort of look at and i think god that's that's the life i want um but anyway but well done no no it's, it's a joy to be back with you um the watch i've got on the wrist today is honestly my pride and joy i think we said this last time but, but watches are a little bit like relationships you've got to test them for a little bit before you you know where you stand and you've got to have some time with them and this watch 3705 flieger the original 1994 really like flieger it's You know, it's 39 mil. It's the original ceramic pilot's watch. I think the first time I saw it was a couple of years ago with David Seifer, the museum curator, where we actually did a, a video on it for YouTube, for RWC's YouTube. And it just wore so beautifully. Plus, I love the story. Mr. Gunter Blumlein had one, which, uh, which I followed very closely a couple of years back. So all in all, just to me, absolute perfection. But that said, I do have another watch on the table because you can't just be wearing a single watch. If you're not double wristing, you've, you've, got, to, you've, got, to, you've got to have another one. So I've got a classic Portuguese on the table, which is also, and in truth, my, my sort of joint first love, because actually this was the watch that got me into IWC in the first place. 
What have you got on the rest there, Paul? Very nice. I'm, I'm telling you next week because as of now, I, I took it off because I took an ice bath five okay. minutes ago and it's still sitting next to the ice bath. So I'm getting, I just thought of it, asking you that question and my heart raises because I have a history of losing watches and I also have a history of if it's a leather strap, I'm trying not to make it wet. So like mm. before the ice bath, because you're supposed to put the hands in as well, I took it off and I didn't take it on. Like I didn't, it's still sitting there. Why is this podcast taking place without you in the ice bath? I thought that was the deal that, that we had was you're going to do this one in the ice bath. I don't know if you ever properly ice baths. Uh, like there's <laughs> a show, it's, it's kind of nice. You can't. Talk. I can't. Like it's so taking away all of my already limited brain capacity that uh, I can't have a serious <laughs> conversation while in the ice bath. And it's only three minutes. That would be a very very short uh, podcast. But I'm I'm a strong believer in ice bathing, and it's yep. really really making my day at least if I mm. if I do an ice bath because it changes the whole body feeling and the and it's the strongest weapon in in fighting jet lag to be fair because like jet lag is one of the main things is the high pressure if you fly from europe to la where i live it's like 10 hours 11 hours of flights so if you do ice bath after that the blood circulation is going and it's it's a game changer honestly like after flights i do it Without going into too much detail, what is your setup? What's your ice bath setup? Is it a, is it an old bin or is it a, a bath itself at home with a ton of ice? It's a real product. So it's the IWC of ice bath. So it's okay. an up and running concept. It's not a self-made kind of, uh, like it's a high-end product. It's like an inverted jacuzzi at the end. Like it has a pump, mm. it has a filter system. It's constantly running and it's it's cooling constantly. So the water, and it's only water. It's, it's a little bit of ice if you add to it, but then it stays for like three, four, five days. But the water is like three to four degrees Celsius. So it's just over freezing and water is even harder than air like it's because it's there's so much skin contact like it's really 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 a mind kind of thing <laughs> and you have to go in there and make your mind right so i was wearing a mojave big pilot mm -hmm. which is still my favorite watch mm -hmm. once here and you know one part because because we, we're here between you and me i moved to la because of two reasons i would say I, I, i'm kidding now it's not really the reasons mainly because of my family and because we wanted to live in an english-speaking yeah nice sunny surrounding i really like the american can-do mentality and mm -hmm. that's why we moved but also i moved because uh, i don't want to wear shoes nor long pants so i'm mm -hmm. only wearing shorts and birkenstocks mm -hmm. for six years now except in f1 i'm not allowed to use open on the shoes in on the pit lane when when i was yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and i'm i'm also like the tanning game is strong over here so i'm very proud <laughs> of my tan and <laughs> the mojave big pilot because it's like beige kind of if you're tanned yeah if your tan game is strong can't it's beat it the best watch you can wear because you need your skin needs to be a little darker than the yeah. tone of mojave and then you're on there and you're getting so many compliments uh, of <laughs> oh you're so tanned oh you must spend a lot of life outside in the, in the sun so that's why i'm wearing it a lot you're, you're an expert you can tell you're an expert but no one at home can because what i'm seeing is i'm seeing you also wearing your white t-shirt now anyone who knows the tan game knows that 
it can only work with a white t-shirt and and I can only salute you and and, and to, to put the cherry on the cake you've also got the moustache going on which I happen to love uh, so you can see oh. more of the face you can see more of the tan the white t-shirt and the Mojave Big Pilot to cap it off it doesn't get better it doesn't get better <laughs> but you know do you know it's funny enough do you know what? Do you know what? Funnily enough, the only other place in the world, and I totally love the reasons you moved, and I would love to do that myself actually as well. But the only other place in the world that I know that everyone wears Birkenstocks the year round, but the weather's not the same as California, is Copenhagen. The only place I've ever seen in my life is Copenhagen right. where everybody wears Birkenstocks. In fact, I tried to buy a pair of Birkenstocks in Copenhagen once. They'd sold out. There wasn't sold it was, out. Sold out. It's like most watch uh, retailers over the last years. Nothing to sell. Nothing to sell. <laughs> it is. It is incredible. You got to stand in line for for the next drop, probably in in Copenhagen. It's strong that game over there. Um, I have a couple of questions. Uh, that's yeah. why we record over here. There's a project. There's stuff. But you do work with IWC now, and I've seen you in stories. I've seen you around. I've, um, what changed? Uh, what mm. kind of contract did you sign? And and what are you doing? I don't want to know all the details. But, but uh, what's the story behind it? And then I want to like then. I kind of want to do a relay over here too. Um, I don't know if anybody told you yet, but but you're going to Watches and Wonders, and yeah. I I would love you to take over this audience, the podcast mm -hmm. audience, mm -hmm. that are strong listeners and are very interested in the launches of Watches and Wonders uh, of the IWC family. So if you could do a little bit, I don't know if you remember, I did a small kind of online marketing rockstars episode in German, so you can stay with the English language, but I, I want to give you the podcast relay logins uh, and you can take it over and maybe give it back to us or, or not. Yeah. Maybe it's so successful that, that we're not getting it bad and Chris uh, and I <laughs> We're, we're off. Um, but what are you doing with IWC? What's, what's happening? What chain? God, Paul, it's, it's like taking the baton for the last leg of the Olympics, the four by 100 meters. It is. And now, and now I'm, I'm and pumping leading. the legs. And I'm pumping the legs. We're leading. And now I'm worried that I'm going to suddenly cramp up and I'm in trouble. No, 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 no. I'm honestly honored to be taking the baton on for this. You know, I, I would probably consider it to be the sort of watch geeky uh, time, the, the most geeky time of the year in the watch world. Of course, we're at the start of March now. We're coming to Watches and Wonders. I mean, everyone's there. It's it's an incredible event, really, because for years there's been a number of different shows going on in the watch world. But we've now got to a point where everybody is happy and excited to be together under one roof. And, you know, IWC, I believe, having seen what I've seen, I've had a few teasers. I think they're going to... There's always one thing, Paul. There's always one at these trade shows. There's always one watch from one brand that steals the show. And and I okay. have to confess, and and and, and I, I, you know, I, of course, I've worked with IWC for many, many years, um, but and, I, and I'm slightly biased, but not very biased, not entirely biased. But I do believe that IWC might potentially steal the show this year. But just to go back, tra track back a little bit on my past story. So, but I want to interrupt you here. Uh, yeah. Are you talking about the and there we beep? It's it's amazing. You seen it? Yeah, it's it's insane. It's incredible. It's, like it's, it's going to tear the house down. It's going to tear the house down. Yeah. It's okay. going to tear the house down. Okay. And it's perfectly packed. So yeah, no, Paul, it's going to be such a great time. And and so just to go back, just to give you a quick brief on my background with IWC, I had a, you know, I was that kid on holiday when you were five, six, seven, eight years old who just wanted to buy a watch at the market when you're on holiday. And whatever it was, I cherished it for the whole time I was on holiday. And and then an uncle figure, and kind of an uncle of mine in my, when I was 15, 16, 17, used to wear a Portuguese, used to wear a chronograph. And he was my sort of hero. He was my idol. He was my style guru you know he taught me so much and i can vividly remember at dinner table once another friend's father saying that is a wonderfully elegant watch and from that moment on i was sort of hooked on iwc 
And I actually had to look back, to be honest with you, because I know I, I, I knew that, that you would ask just about the only thing I knew of the chat today was that you were going to ask me about, you know, when I first did anything with IWC. And, and, and I had to look back and IWC opened in 2015, the boutique here on New Bond Street in London. And that was the yeah. first time I interacted with the team. I was literally this guy that they couldn't work out whether they wanted to kick him out or give him a sleeping bag to kind of push him out the front door because I was hanging around like a bad smell and I was with my camera, you know, much like you, I was hanging around with my camera and I wanted to, I, I wanted to be close to the watches. I wanted to be close to the brand. I wanted to learn about the history of the brand and I wanted to take photos of the watches because at the time, 2015, it was kind of before, I don't know, it was Instagram around. Yeah, I think it was around, but it was very early on. It was very early on. And I could just sense how watches were moving. It was it was becoming more community focused. We were moving away from the forums. We were sharing and getting feedback from others that yeah. we valued. And so, so, bottom line was that was when I started, and I became very good friends with the the manager there, uh, Kieran. Uh, the team did incredibly well in that boutique, and then I uh, then I met Simon, who was the UK director. Then then Grant more recently. Um, and so it's just been this wonderful welcome after over many years. And I then got a call actually from. Uh, HQ, which I was never expecting, about four, five years ago now, for the first series of videos that we ever did in the boutique. We actually filmed a series of how-to videos up in the top of the London boutique. And um, I was touched to be asked. I had just started really working in the watch industry as an editor for one of the big magazines. And it was the best fun. We had so much fun. Those probably 15 of it definitely wasn't COVID secure back then because there was about 25 of us stuffed into the top room up at the, the boutique there. And we were filming with six or seven cameras, top camera, every camera, every mic you can imagine. And it was David Cypher and I talking about old museum pieces. It was talking about how to wind, how to clean, how to set watches. So that's my backstory with IWC. And, and thankfully, they haven't actually got rid of me. So I'm still here today and I'm more passionate than ever about what they're doing. <laughs> and you're not only taking over this podcast, you're also doing other stuff uh, with like mainly video, photo. I really enjoy it. It's, it's really good stuff. How did this start? Because uh, the last time we spoke, that wasn't around. No. So, well, videos changed an awful lot. As you know, I think um, you yeah. know, we started, I started investing myself in trying to tell stories around watches from a high video value perspective, investing a lot of time and money in trying to tell stories. And, and, and we certainly did it together on the, uh, you know, IWC and I on the YouTube channel. Um, in recent times, that's changed. So fundamentally, storytelling has become quicker, uh, you know, more authentic in some respects, because it's, it's more off the cuff sort of moments, we, which you're capturing typically on the yeah. phone. And so it's, it's, it's just evolved, really. Um, and that that's also happened to evolve as well with with my working relationship with IWC, because for many years, in fact, I started the IWC UK account with Uh, some of the UK team where we we started shooting watches and trying to tell local stories through that account and that account still goes on today with 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 a very strong following so we've just seen an evolution really in how we go about showcasing the emotion behind these amazing products super super nice and now you're going to watches and wonders have you been last year there it's in geneva right yeah have you it's attended? Uh, I have attended. Do you know what? I even attended when it was called, so it's Watchers and Wonders now. It was called SIHH uh, before, and I even attended I when it was too. that. Yeah. 
Yep. And, you know, the the show primarily hasn't changed a great deal in its setup. It's still very big units, very big stands where you get to experience the brand's DNA when you go in. And, you know, IWC have mixed things up in the last few years. You know, in the past, we used to see family-specific launches. So it, it might have been the year of the uh, Aqua Timer, maybe the year of the pilot. You know, we've not seen that, actually. And I, I really applaud Chris for the creativity that we've seen in recent years since he's come on board because we've seen... Really, actually, him, I, I think, uh, Chris, I, I hope you're listening to this, um, but uh, you've listened to what people are, uh, are asking for and you've really listened to the community because never before have CEOs and leaders within brands been so close to the customers out there. And that's, you know, Chris, oh God, I can remember him launching a Safari big pilot, you know, a 5002 variant in titanium because he put it up on his Insta and, and I think he even allocated the, the watches through the first people that messaged him on DM. So, you know, that's, that's cool, right? That's really cool. And this year yeah. it's going to be, I think, okay, what I will say, and I, I know this is not giving away too much, the DNA, because obviously the DNA of the, of the story behind the watch is very important. The minute you walk into the brands, boutiques, the stores, uh, locations, the stands, you get the feel of what's to come. And, and this DNA of what's to come this year is so close to my heart. It's it's so close to my aesthetic, to my love of certain things in life. And it's just going to be, yeah, I'm super excited to see what people think. So we've recorded, I've recorded a few um, videos already with some uh, of the RWC team uh, that will air during Watchers and Wonders. But of course, I'm excited to interview a few other guests in the coming days before the big show at the end of the month. And and. You're, you're going to tell your excitement. You're pretty excited. I, I love that about you, that you're so stoked about uh, Watches and Wonders uh, 23. Um, uh, keep that energy high, please. It's very nice to listen to that. And uh, what can we expect of those? Like it's mini series, so it's sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes a little longer, depending on the conversation you're going to have. What kind of guests will there mm. Be like, like, well, what are you planning on? Is Lewis Hamilton there? Is uh, Tom Brady there? Is Giselle there? Is Eileen there? Like, who's gonna attend? Do you know anything of that? Are they gonna jump so in, Lewis, your, uh, in front of your? Yeah. Yeah. So Lewis, Lewis, uh, Giselle, and I are gonna be in a, an ice bath together for episode one, um, <laughs> which is happening, which is happening next week without my wife around. Um, no, no, no. Um, sorry. So it, it, uh, to be honest, but I don't want to give away a great deal. I've got three episodes coming up um okay. of course all i can say what, what i will say is we're going to dive deep into the brand history we're going to go geeky right we're going to go deep they're going to be fairly quick but we're going to try and go deep with lots of information around the the history of the brand the technical innovations that we've seen and the design evolutions from the brand over the years um and we've got Uh, key key uh, decision makers, key players from within, and we've got some interesting, fascinating people who've got perspective from the industry at large. So it's a it's a real mix. It's going to be fun. It's going to be punchy, and I hope people get uh, get a kick out of it. <laughs> you know, Justin, I'm 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 ready. I'm like <laughs> I have a couple of more questions, but I kind of want to stop here because like I'm excited. I want to listen to you now. I want to skip to the next episode and listen to the first Watches and Wonders mini series by Justin. And um, like that's what I'm looking forward to. So so I would stop time over here and and just see what you're gonna bring. Like I, yeah. I, I want to. I'm giving you the lock-ins now. Here's the key. Have fun with it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be amazing, Justin. Thank you, Van. Thanks, Paul. No, I'm, I'm tr truly excited. And, you know, this is the biggest time of the year. This is the moment of the year. Um, 
And uh, yeah, you know, so I have to confess, out of the guest list, just looking at it here now, I have spoken to one of them before. Uh, but actually, two of them I've never spoken to. So, as you know, as the host, the fun, the fun yeah. part is actually getting to yeah. to meet new people and 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 getting to learn about what gets them. I was going to say what makes them tick, but maybe that's a little bit too obvious for a watch uh, podcast. But get, what gets them excited? What gets them fired up in life? Perfect. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. Thank you very much for that uh, sneak preview on the miniseries and and we're going to be back to the 50th episode with uh, Chris Granger here so um have fun with it i'm going to listen to it i'm going to be enjoying your special remix at watches and wonders <laughs> thanks for doing well, that justin Super thank nice. you so much lovely to chat to you keep well <laughs> <laughs>